that is a big thing that leads into why I talk about aligning your work as an entrepreneur, if you can, with your hormones as a woman, because there, there are times that we are wired to be better at handling a lot of stress, to be better at being on the go and demanding a lot of ourselves. And there's times that like hormonally and biochemically, we are not wired to do that. Mm -hmm. And trying to fight past that will show up as hormonal dysfunction, mm -hmm. which, you know, more popularly people call burnout. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited today because I have the beautiful Dr. Laura on the podcast today. I feel like it's like a, like a, like a sex talk name, like Dr. Laura. Uh, she is not a sex coach. Knows. Yeah, she is not a sex coach, but we have Dr. Laura on the show today. Uh, Laura, tell my audience who you are and what you do. Well, thanks for having me. I am not a sex coach like the other famous Dr. Laura. <laughs> that, that's why I thought of it. There actually is one, huh? There is one. Yeah, I think she's her radio show still. Okay, but anyway, that's, why, that's, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I am a functional medicine doctor now functioning as a health and performance coach for busy, driven women. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, corporate women, and athletes, helping them to really better understand their brain and body so they can show up as the best version of themselves in their career, in their personal life, and just feel really good every day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited to dive into this topic because, you know, a lot of my listeners know, you know, when you do not feel well, you don't feel like showing up in your business. And I'm sure that you see this with so many entrepreneurs and so many people who are like hustling and grinding. So let's dive in right there to like, if you are not in optimal health, how is that really affecting your business? Because you really can't fake it. Yeah, you really can't. And especially as women, for so many of us who are still kind of in different jobs and careers that have kind of been curated for a traditional like nine to five, like what we think of as more of a masculine schedule that doesn't necessarily honor our own hormones as women. Like it can feel really hard to show up sometimes if you're tired, if you're anxious, if you're moody, if you're bloated, if you're not liking what you see in the mirror, like that translates to how we show up in our energy. And like, when we think about really feeling optimal, a lot of the people who we think of as high performers out there, like a lot of athletes, a lot of other high-performing people, they're really only using like 40% of what they could be using for their peak potential. So the rest of us are generally probably not even hitting that. So just imagine what we could do if we really unlocked this like extra 50 or 60% of performance potential that we have. And like when we think about 
something that I hear from a lot of women out there are like, well, I'm not sure if I'm a high performer. Like if, mm-hmm. if you are out here building a business, like leading a family, looking at your relationships, trying to become a better version of yourself, listening to podcasts like this one, like you are by nature, a high performer. Mm-hmm. Anyone who wants more for themselves every day falls into the spectrum of high performance health. So really starting to understand that, okay, if I'm going to be optimally healthy, if I'm going to feel really good, I need to prioritize my health for a season and understand my body. I'm not going to worry about what anyone else is doing because they're different than me. I'm going to understand how my body works, what my body needs, and really start to leverage that into what, what kind of things do I need to be doing for myself on a daily basis, on a monthly basis to, to have way more good days than bad days. Do you think, I love it. you said that, like, who is a high performer? Because I think a lot of people do say that. They're like, well, I don't know if I'm a high performer or... I I don't need that because I'm not a high performer, but I love how you actually broke that down. Like if you're running a business, if you're a mom, if you're listening to podcasts, like you are a high performer. Do you think that a lot of women are just going through life and they just think this is like how they're supposed to feel? So they don't know any better. You do. And I, a lot of, a lot of women, especially men too, but a lot of women, they, they actually don't realize how good they can feel until someone opens their eyes to that. Like the number of women who I've heard say, like, I, I actually didn't know what it was like to feel good every day until I got there because you kind of get used to it. Right. It's like someone who's in chronic pain, you you kind of get used to the pain on some level. It it just becomes part of your day-to-day life. Same goes with those little nagging issues, like bloating or stuff like that. It just becomes part of your life that you're like, oh, well, this is just me normally. And so some of it is shifting this framework of like, it, it doesn't have to be that way though, just because that's been your norm for however many years, like there, there is still something else. If you want to feel better and that's step one, like, do you actually want to feel better? Or are you okay with feeling okay? Mm-hmm. That's not my decision. That's your decision. Yeah. But like the, the opportunity is there for you to continually try to feel better. Mm-hmm. I love that you just, you talked about that. I, did, I actually just, just talked about this today on my Instagram stories. And it's not going to be in relation to when this podcast come out. But, you know, I suffer from chronic headaches. I have headaches yeah. more days than I don't have headaches, right? And uh, right. It, we're still digging to the bottom of it. We're still trying to figure out what it is. And it was interesting because I deal with a functional neurologist. So someone who's in the functional space, just like you are. And I had this conversation with him just last week. And I said, you know, what do the people do that don't keep digging? What do the people do that maybe don't have access to pay for functional medicine or get to the root of things or, or really just keep searching? And he's like, they just live with, this is how they feel. And they just have like a lower quality of life or they turn to pain meds or, you know, maybe smoking weed or take, you know, doing whatever, but they, they don't keep digging because they just assume that this is just how they're supposed to feel. And I love that you just said that too, because I think that there's probably people right now listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, I just, I'm always in a brain fog or I'm always tired or I always have bloat or I'm all, I'm always this. So what are some of those symptoms or however you call it in your world that people are walking around with that you're like, you don't need to be having those. Yeah. Gosh, such a good point. And like, you know, I know a little bit about your history just from our conversation. I talk about it all the time on the show. So it's fine. And I still see you like showing up. So it's like, it's just a testament to you, but like also you've learned how to live with that Mm -hmm. as you continue to dive into, well, it'd be really great to not have these. You also understand how to like, okay, well, how can I do still do some things? Right. Yeah. Like I go to the masterclass today and I told my audience, I'm like, Hey, you guys, I'm at like 70%. Just so you know, you're not getting 100% of me today. I didn't want to cancel, but like, 
we're not at hundred percent today. So it's going to be a little slower today. Yeah. And like, I, I know like social media gets a lot of flack for like the negative aspects of it, but like, you know, that, that piece you mentioned about not everyone being able to afford pursuing functional medicine, like there's also so much information out there. Like it can be confusing. There's so much, but like, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to use the platforms to share all of this information at like little to no cost. So don't give up quite yet. (laughs) If you don't think you can pursue it, it's a matter of like, picking one action step to do every day. Like what's something you can start doing tomorrow? Maybe it's like drinking a glass of water in the morning. That sounds simple, but I work with a lot of busy women who cannot remember how much water they drink during the day. So sometimes the simple things are are really important to evaluate. So in terms of your question, which was like, what are some of the things that people are walking around with that it doesn't have to be that way? Off the top of my head, three of the most common, number one is like, bloating and gut issues. I mean, so many people walking around like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what's bothering me. The gut microbiome is like so important to all of these other systems and it changes very quickly. We can literally change our gut microbiome with our thoughts. I mean, that's how powerful it is. We see that in studies. So, you know, looking at all this multifaceted things around gut health, it's not always just a supplement. It's not always what you're eating. Sometimes it's the way you're even approaching a meal. Are you eating stressed on the go, looking at your food going, oh man, this is going to make me sick. Well, you've already decided that. You already told your body how to react. It's going to be like, oh, mayday, we're going to be sick from this. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's like the little ways that we're approaching things in our health that are the biggest issue at hand, let alone the actual biochemistry under it. So number one, gas and bloating, it does not have to be that way. And it's honestly probably easier than most people think to figure out what's going on, regardless of whether you want to invest in testing or not. Number two is hormone stuff. And I I put that under a big category because you know, some of your listeners may be where they still having a menstrual cycle where they're dealing with like PMS. Some may be kind of in this perimenopausal heading to menopause, like all over the place, hearing that horrible sentence that so many doctors tell them of this is just the way it is right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I think women are still woefully undereducated on what is actually happening in their menstrual cycle. And then how that changes throughout our thirties, forties and beyond. Um, So I really, really recommend that people take a season to actually learn what is going on. Even if health is like not your area of expertise, it's your body. It's one thing that's always going to be with you and understanding how it works helps determine what your experience is going to be like with those things. Does re- um, do, do I always say regular doctors. I know it's not what they're called, but like do, do regular doctors, I say like normal doctors, do normal doctors dig into hormone stuff or is it your field that really does it? Some do. Um, it really depends. Like I, even if it's a, a medical doctor, I prefer recommending people towards one that has like a fellowship in integrative medicine or who studied functional medicine, because they're going to go a little bit deeper into what all those hormones are doing versus just like running a blood test and either saying, uh, you know, they're in range, you're fine. They're out of range. Here's a medication and not really explaining to you how stress and your nutrition and your exercise and all of these other things are impacting it. Um, So sometimes it's like, you really do need some of both. You need someone who's going to take the time to explain to you how all of these things are working together and not just treating you like a list of labs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, regardless of the credentials of the person you're looking for, um, I think someone that's had some training in like a functional or integrative field is going to be your best bet for really understanding the bigger picture of that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, good, solid naturopath. They tend to be a lot more educational about hormones than like your very conventional medical mm-hmm. doctor or something like that. 
I just had this conversation with my boyfriend yesterday. I know we have to get to tip number three, but so I see for my headaches, I see a functional neurologist and then I see a regular neurologist, right? And when I go to like my regular neurologist, I literally sit on the exam table. He doesn't even look at me. He just listens to my symptoms. He pulls out his prescription pad and he like writes me something else that I have not already had in my cupboard. And we go on our way. I'm there for like literally five minutes. And when I go to my functional doctor, he literally like pulls out the human skeleton. He pulls out the brain. He explains to me where it's coming from. He's like, if you are feeling a pain at this part in your brain, it's coming from here. If you are on your period, this is why it hurts at this point in your brain. And it's like, it's just so different. Like it is just, it is night and day, just even in like, again, like how they explain it and how they make you understand it. And it's just, again, if you've never dealt with a functional doctor or a naturopath doctor, I just like praise you guys so much because you really do get into like where it's actually coming from versus just like, here, this is why, this is how it is. And this is how to fix it. Yeah. And it's like, we really, you know, I, I know a lot of people in my field are similar. Like we really want to empower people to, to learn how to take care of themselves better. Like it's not fun for me if people just come to me complaining of the same symptoms. And I would say, here, take this supplement, see you in six months. Like where, where's the reward in that for either of us? Like, you don't know what's going on. I'm not really forming a relationship and helping you learn anything. Mm-hmm. So taking that time to really make education a big piece of it is important, which I, I think is actually why you see a lot more functional providers moving online into more of a coaching space is we can make a much better difference bringing our education and applying it in a coaching format mm-hmm. versus seeing people in an office once every couple of months for that reason, helping you understand your body and giving you the tools to really take care of yourself moving forward so that you feel more in control. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're disconnected from your body and your health, the way it's felt for a lot of us over the years. You know, we really want to reconnect you to your body and, and learn the tools to, to get you what you need. So do you think people shy away from doctors online because it's online and it's not like going to an actual office? Maybe a couple of years ago, I would have said yes. I think the last couple of years, not really. I think people's eyes have really been open to the mm-hmm. potential of working online with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it, maybe there's like some generational differences there. People yeah. that have grown up for, for decades going to the doctor, that might be a, a tough concept for them to come around to. Yeah. But you know, I can only speak for the people that I've worked with who actually look, even clients that I have here in Arizona prefer an online format because we talk much more, you know, yeah. we're in boxer. Like I know what's going on in their life. Like they're not having to drive an hour to come see me sit in the office for an hour and then drive an hour home. Like mm-hmm. they can send me a message when it's on their mind. So, you know, in, in some ways I think it's actually opened the door to mm-hmm. a lot better of a relationship with yeah. a practitioner. Yeah. Um, there's some things that you're always going to need to go see someone in person for Like you can't, you can't translate everything to online, mm-hmm. but in terms of like lifestyle medicine, in terms of coaching, in terms of nutrition, um, I actually think it's a lot more convenient for a lot of people to be able to have more consistent communication with a provider, um, you know, over the period of a couple months. Yeah. I love that. And then what was number three? Number three, the last one is the general umbrella of brain-based symptoms. And I say this Hallelujah. things like. Like, you know, brain fog, trouble focusing, like anxiety, all of these other things. And like, there can be lots of root causes of all of these. I I honestly, I think it's important in some ways to understand what the root cause is. But I also think 
a lot of us, a lot of people out there have gotten a little obsessed with, I, I can't do anything until I know exactly what's causing it. When really, if we just start taking action and learning to love the process of experimenting with different things in our health and our lifestyle, um, it's just like in business, right? Like you got to take action to move forward. You can't set everything up to be perfect and like wait for that moment because your body's always going to be changing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think when we look at brain-based symptoms, there's more of a growing awareness. It's becoming a little bit more hip to talk about brain health finally. <laughs> But like, you know, we want to focus on the gut. We want to focus on hormones. We want to focus on body composition. But if the connections from your brain to those systems are not functioning well, not firing well, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like you need that piece to direct all of those other organs. Um, And that's been a big disconnect for a lot of women. You know, the, the, the biggest example I see for that, and this is not coming from a place of judgment, it's women who have been on birth control, not understanding how it works. It works by shutting off the signaling between your brain and your ovaries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you assume it's just, oh, it's just stopping my ovaries from, you know, shooting out an egg, like that's not how it works. It Mm -hmm. literally cuts off communication from brain to body. And that's why it can be a challenge for a lot of women to come off of that and can cause all of these other, other symptoms going on. Um, So really, you know, those brain-based symptoms, there's a lot of ways to fix it. And I Mm -hmm. think People are pretty good about understanding that gut health is important and we don't want an inflamed gut, but where there's an issue with the gut and the gut lining and inflammation in the gut, it's there with your brain too. So, mm-hmm. you know, leaky gut, leaky brain, inflamed gut, inflamed brain, like mm-hmm. they're, they're working together there. So you've got to make sure you're really approaching both. So, yeah. Yeah. Super helpful. So I know we talked a little bit in the beginning about like just some simple things that these high performers can start doing. Maybe it's like just drinking water. So the people who are listening to this podcast who are like, okay, maybe I do need to just start doing some things. What are some things that the average person could start doing that would make a difference in their life? Yeah. Number besides drinking water, my most basic <laughs> Drink your water, you guys. Tag me and Dr. Laura in your water. Just like, just like do it, please. It literally, you can be like 2% dehydrated and you can start experiencing brain-based symptoms. So I don't think people like realize how important it is. And, you know, especially if you're living in drier, warmer states like Arizona, like making sure you're getting some electrolytes in there to really, to really use that water the way you want. It's really important more for just not feeling thirsty. Like you're, you're two thirds water. You really need it. The sparkling <laughs> um, water count. I think it does. Sparkling water gets a bad rep because it makes some people burp. And a lot of the gut people are like, no, it's so bad for you. Yeah. It really depends. It's like person to person. It can be fine for one person and it yeah. can make the next person like burp and have all these issues. So I'm a sparkling water gal. I love having some in the afternoon with a little like fresh fruit squeezed in it. So I don't have a problem with it. Okay. It does count towards my water goal though. Yeah. Still water. Okay. Perfect. Still I, uh, <laughs> I, I went to my brain doctor on Monday and he was like, you have to drink 70 extra ounces of water. Cause he did something to me. I don't know what he did. He's like, drink mm-hmm. 70 ounces of water to me. And I was like, can it be sparkling? Can it not be? And I, I was like, I was so stressed <laughs> out because I didn't know if like sparkling water counted. So I just drank extra water, but okay. So drink your water guys. That's number one. Yeah. What else? A really common one I see in in busy high performers has to do with how we are eating. Not always what we are eating. A lot of people are pretty dialed in with their nutrition, but they're either eating on the go, they're eating while they're working and like really not paying attention. And to be able to actually digest your food, you need this specific part of your nervous system to be firing. It's part of the parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest. Um, you know, everyone talks about nervous system regulation. This is kind of a hot topic right now. Um, 
But when you are on the go, when you're reading stressful emails, when you're trying to multitask, it's really hard for your nervous system to drop down into that. You tend to stay in this more sympathetic fight or flight state, which means your digestive system is not primed to actually break down that food well. Mm-hmm. And in some people, it can look like that little bit of bloating, especially high belly bloating, because you're not giving your body a chance to actually break down that food. And we see when that's done over time, I end up seeing it in gut testing with a lot of my clients is they're not breaking down and absorbing their nutrients well enough. So they have a really healthy diet, but they're not getting the results because you really aren't what you eat. You're what you break down and absorb. Um, And a big, big part of that is giving your body a chance to actually start the process of secreting all of those digestive enzymes. Mm -hmm. Um, You can try and skip past it and just take a bunch of supplements with it. But my experience is also that a lot of busy people like forget to take their supplements. So Mm -hmm. just like mine are on my counter. I forget to take them all the time. Exactly. They're like, yeah, they're looking right at me. I still haven't taken them in a week. Okay, great. Um, Take like a minute or two before you eat. Like everybody has a minute or two. Like you have that time. Put the screen away, close your eyes, take a couple like big, slow, deep breaths. Like give yourself the time to drop down into that more parasympathetic state and like really be mindful and enjoy your food instead of like wolfing it down on the go. Like take five, 10 minutes. Like I'm not saying you have to have like this fancy three course lunch and dinner every day, but like think about what you're eating. Like, are you actually tasting it? Are you actually chewing it? Um, That little bit of mindfulness, honestly, is like when I start working with clients, they're like, I had no idea that could make such a big difference in like everything. And it's just taking that pause for a second, right? Like, you know, we talk about the pause in terms of making sure we're not hustling in our business all the time, but you got to apply it to like the basic needs we have every day too. And like eating, that's a big one for a lot Mm -hmm. of them. So I know that you actually just said like the hustling of the entrepreneur. How do you see like this hormone work balance really affecting the women? Yeah. So a lot of, and not every, there's always exceptions, right? So I say that because every time I have this conversation, someone comes into my DMs. You said that. They're like, what are you? (laughs) I get, I get mean DMs every day, guys. Trust me. Like it's not, it's never everyone, but generalities, um, And like, no, again, no shame in this conversation. Like this used to be me too. I totally get this. But a lot of us as women, when we're kind of in that hustle, hustle, go, go, go all the mode, we're like, we're also very in our like masculine energy all the time, right? We're like driven, we're chasing after things. We're really not connecting to our body as women and what we need to do. We're kind of like ignoring all the caution signs that our body is trying to throw us like, Hey, we need a break. We we need you to do this. And in a lot of women that ends up showing up as either burnout or chronic inflammation and chronic illness. Mm -hmm. Like the number of women who are busy, who have like thyroid issues, PMS, bloating, that sort of stuff. Like there's a connection there, right? Like we can see that happening that when we get them to kind of step out of that mode and, and understanding that it's a balance, like you don't have to be all go, 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 or be doing nothing at all. Like really it's, how do we combine those two into like different blocks, Mm -hmm. like your sprint season versus a time for you to kind of come back into that cocoon, chill a little bit more, focus on other things. I think that's really important for people to consider. And like, 
that is a big thing that leads into why I talk about aligning your work as an entrepreneur, if you can, with your hormones as a woman, because mm-hmm. there, there are times that we are wired to be better at handling a lot of stress, to be better at being on the go and demanding a lot of ourselves. And there's times that like hormonally and biochemically, we are not wired to do that. Mm-hmm. And trying to fight past that will show up as hormonal dysfunction, mm-hmm. which, you know, more popularly people call burnout, things like that. So I, I think when we, we are stuck in that too much, we tend to ignore our body cues and, and really like, that's also the people who I will see coming and they're like, I just need the right diet and the right supplements to feel better. Like you are still pursuing that masculine approach to, to even health. Like really what you need to do is start cueing back into your body and listening to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is time for some nutrition tweaks. Maybe there is a time for supplements, but more often than not, it's that you're ignoring those times that you actually need to rest. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, everyone says like, can I rest more productively? Yeah, sure. But you still got to rest. Mm-hmm. You still have to do something for your body. Like I know you have a background in fitness too. Like when you're really pushing yourself in workouts, you almost have to prioritize the recovery more. You're like yeah. doing extra things to make sure that your muscles are recovering with that kind of training. Mm-hmm. You know, same goes for like your brain and every other part of the body. If you're asking a lot of yourself, you also need to say, okay, well, if I'm going to keep up this pace, what do I need to do to make sure I'm I'm letting it recover properly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I fine tune it? So it's it's kind of this world of combining mm-hmm. your own intuition, cueing into your own body with the more protocol, strategy driven aspect of health. Yeah, it's it's so it's so 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 true. So someone like you who is a high performer, do you prioritize rest on certain days, or do you just go based on like how you're feeling? I look at a couple different things. I do try and live aligned with my cycle as much as possible. And like, I I also just can cue into my body enough that I know like a few days, like two days before my period, the day before it, like I'm, I'm tired. Like I don't get a lot of symptoms anymore, but like, I feel that drop in energy is like all of my hormones and my brain chemicals say like, see ya for a couple days. Mm -hmm. So like, that is not the time for me to like try and schedule a speaking engagement or something like that. Now, sometimes you still have to like show up and do it because you scheduled things months in advance. Yep. Um, But I really try not to. Do you schedule things based on your cycle? Like if you know you're going to be on your cycle and someone's like, Hey, can you be on a podcast? Are you like, Hey, can we bump it a week? Like, do you, do you, do you go by your cycle? I try to. Yeah. Yeah. I literally have it like linked. I have it linked to my calendar so that when, you know, people are sending you scheduling links and stuff, I can kind of see where it lands, you know, events are a little different because people plan those a year and ahead. Like sometimes it's going to land well, sometimes not, but for my own stuff, things like a big launch, things like that. Like I try and schedule that when I feel really good. Like I don't want to have to feel like I'm fighting myself to show up. Like I want to naturally be feeling really good when I, I when I do that. And fortunately as an entrepreneur, like I have the flexibility to do that. My job Mm -hmm. is not the same every day. So yeah, that's one side of it. And then, you know, the other piece of understanding where your body is at is, if you have to kind of get around that, meaning there's a time when you're like, oh man, I know I'm not going to feel great right now because of what's going on hormonally, but I need to show up to do A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. Like you then understand what you need to do to pour into yourself to be able to show up versus just like mentally trying to tough it out and then beating yourself up when it doesn't feel good. You know, like, Hey, this is the time to use those supplements. This is the time to make sure I'm, I'm eating every couple hours. I'm not skipping meals because my blood sugar is kind of crap at this point in my cycle. So understanding what your body is doing is what empowers you to know what to do when you need to show up, even if you're not feeling well. 
So good. Well, I know my audience is going to obviously love this episode. They're going to love everything that you're talking about. What do you have going on? How can my audience get to know you? How can they work with you? Tell us all the things. <laughs> what do I have going on right now? Um, I have lots of exciting things coming up. Actually, I have, well, you know this, but mm-hmm. I, I was opening doors to I have to think of a name for it. So if anyone's listening, who's good at naming stuff, send me okay. a message. It's like this whole women's health hub yes. where it has access to my signature coaching method. But then after that, there's all these like cool special interest tracks you can take. So like you do your health foundations, then you can go like the body composition track or the stress track. Like it's kind of like a one-stop shop that you can kind of take with you through all these different seasons of life as a woman and, and really learn these functional medicine tools for high performers so that you do feel empowered regardless of what you have going on in your life to do it. So I have that going on and um, doing some really fun, like 12 days of wellness giveaways in December leading up to the holidays that I'm really, really love excited giveaways. for. It's going to be so much fun. So there's going to be like, I don't know, just great deals on services and like some collaborations with other people in related fields. Um, so if you're not following me on Instagram, you'll want to be there because that's where we're, that's where we're hosting it. I love it. I love, I love 12 days of giveaway. That's amazing. Yeah. You guys definitely make sure you are following Dr. Laura. She is incredible at what she does. Um, I know so many people that have worked with her and just absolutely love the transformation that she provides. Dr. Laura, thank you for being here today. I know my audience is going to absolutely love this episode and love everything that you're doing. So thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Always fun. Of course. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.